Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Breakdown with Bethany. I'm Bethany Braun-Silva, and today my guest is Vanessa Kappas. Vanessa is the owner and CEO of Bella Magazine and one of five of the only Latina editor-in-chiefs in the U.S. She is absolutely a force, and she's also a mom. We're going to learn all about Vanessa's story and her tips for leadership and, of course, how to run a business like a boss. Definitely check this one out, you guys. I was so excited got the opportunity to interview you because I was researching your story and you started as a writer there and now you own the company. So can you tell us a little (laughs) about that, please? Like what, like what is that journey? Oh my God. Um, So it's so funny that you start this way because I, my claim to fame is like, I actually bought the magazine I used to work for. So, um, and that's really it. I mean, it was, when the magazine launched uh, almost 11 years ago, um, you know, I got it in my mailbox. I was super thrilled. I remember the first edition being having Denise Richards on the cover. And at that time, I had just launched my um, custom jewelry business. And I had just sent jewelry to Denise Richards. So talk about serendipity. Talk about God incidences. Like talk about things that are like supposed to happen. Um, and I remember just reaching out to, uh, the previous owner and I was like, you know, my Denise Richards was just on my cover. This is so exciting. And we just created, um, we had, you know, this connection, uh, where she was having events where I could support her with, um, and vice versa. And then we became friends and I started to contribute to the publication and the rest is history. I was so passionate about writing. I mean, the, the writing aspect has just been it's second nature to me. I've been journaling since I was seven years old, um, had always envisioned myself writing for a publication since the age of 13. Like I could see it so clearly for myself. Um, and, it, and when they decided to sell three years ago, I was like, it was a knee jerk reaction. It wasn't even something that I had planned. Um, uh, my husband thought I was out of my mind. Uh, but in my gut, I knew that it was like my next step, uh, to have, Uh, a say in how this publication kind of went, you know, the direction that it went moving forward. And as a Latina woman, I felt like I had so much more that I wanted to explore from that perspective. So that's it in a nutshell. (laughs) I mean, that really is incredible. I have to ask, how is it going? Like, are obviously you're you're at the helm now you're in charge what has it been like what has surprised you either good or bad I think a lot of um the women who watch would love to know about that yeah um the good has been amazing I, I I have to tell you what has been really uh heartwarming reassuring reaffirming is that Bella has its place you know with I had, you have to remember, I bought the publication and eight months later, the pandemic hit. So I had people emailing me left and right, um, you know, canceling contracts, lost clients. Uh, are you crazy? What are you doing? Oh my God. Um, and I had a coming to Jesus moment. I remember like a week into the pandemic, I said, oh my God, I make the biggest mistake of my life. Um, I don't know if I can curse on this interview, uh, (laughs) but I won't, um, but it was a full, (laughs) well, it was a full blown shit storm. Like it was a shit storm. And it was one, 
thing after the other. And I remember just, uh, you know, showing up to a meeting with my immediate team, you know, my publisher, Jennifer, and I said, okay, we have to get it to like literally in tears. We're going to pull it together. Um, all of my writers began to email me individually. We're going to get through this. We're going to make this happen. You can't give up. I'm like, I don't want to give up, but you know, like it was like, Oh my God, like terrified. Um, but I did, I decided to just, you know, keep moving forward with and and honestly i'm a i'm a very big spiritual person and i believe that the universe will always find a way to provide um and he, 3 years later here we are so again the good has been really great, good the bad i will say just like i think in any industry or in any career um there are people out there who just don't have your best interest at heart um, and you have to grow a very thick skin when it comes to that. Cause I feel like as women, as nurturers, as mothers, we always have the tendency to give, to care, to out, to not so much to outdo, but to outgive, right? Like we always want to help support. And, you know, a lot of the times it's not reciprocal. I do things because they serve my bigger mission. I ser- I do things because they serve a bigger purpose. I genuinely do things through Bella because, listen, this is going to help this small business uh, put themselves on the map. Let's do it. No problem. And, you know, and you got to be okay with the nose. You got to be okay with the... Um, I don't want to call them haters. I, I, Jamie Kern Lima, actually one of our past covers says haters are just misdirected, you know, followers. So, um, you know, eventually I, eventually they become, you know, supporters also. So that's that I can't keep, you know, it's like that there's a saying in the Dominican Republic that you can't go. The only reason to go back is to like create more momentum to keep going forward. So I love that. That's it. Actually, um, Vanessa, would you mind actually saying that in Spanish for us? <laughs> oh, of course. Solamente se mira atrás para seguir adelante. I love Solamente it. Para coger, para coger impulso para seguir adelante. Sí. I, love que sí. I love it. <laughs> but just as yeah. a nice segue to that, you also launched Bella Latina recently. That must have yes. felt so, yeah. you must have been so proud. Can you tell us about what that was like, what that felt like, I mean, if I'm right in saying you're just one of five editors-in-chief, Latina editors-in-chief? I am. I am one of five in the entire country, uh, which was kind of like a little bit of a, it took me a moment to wrap my head around that because I don't get lost in accolades. I, I really, really um, am truly about the work. Uh, Obviously the glam that comes along with it is fun, but then after you've done it 50 times, it becomes work. And I'm sure you know this, like who can realistically put on lashes every day? I know a few people, but I'm like, yeah, but you don't have kids. So (laughs) you don't have kids. You don't have to go home to, you know, to make dinner. Like that works until there's other people, like other humans (laughs) who depend on you. Um, but yeah, you know, and, and quite frankly, that's where I really stepped into a role of, uh, understanding the responsibility that it, that carries, uh, you know, me being a woman, number one, also being a Latina woman, a mother, um, at, in this position with, uh, in a position that honestly can, you know, drive conversation. And I take that 
very seriously. I take it as a very serious responsibility. I, and that's the former teacher in me, the former, you know, and also the mom in me, right? Um, to just try to do right by people and, and educate in everything that we do. I love that. And is it fair to say, or right, accurate, I should say, is it accurate? Because when I come to these parties, I know you have a lot of family there. Like your girls, <laughs> you work with your family as well? Or do they work at Bella? So it's really fun. Um, what actually happened with Bella Latina is that I was able to bring in, you know, I have an aunt who wanted to pursue a career in, in marketing and writing and journalism. And I remember having a conversation like right when I was about to launch the print version. And she was like, you know, that this has been my dream forever. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is like, who, why wouldn't I have you know, these strong, educated, incredible women who are already a part of my life be involved in this. So yeah, my aunt is actually the editorial uh, director for Bella Latina. Her writing is like super on point. Uh, I think after 18 years of living here in the States, you know, I can speak it, not so much write it as fluently as I used to, uh, but she's on it. And, and yeah, so you saw, I think you met uh, my one of my aunts and um, I have them pop in because I do have family here in New York uh, that do visit uh, and, and make it a point to be involved in any which way. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. Really keep it in the family. I want to also yeah. talk about, um, you know, you really are the sort of the embodiment of, you know, women leadership, right? A woman who leads and you led through what you just said, one of the toughest times in the world that you, you, you know, you took the helm of this business just before the pandemic and you, your staff, what you say rallied around you. So can you give us some tips about what it is to lead, lead with, I mean, how you describe sort of grace and honesty and, you know, but also a <laughs> toughness, it seems like. So yeah. what would you tell women leaders or aspiring women leaders in business and media, whatever it may be? I, I think in general, um, you have to lead with heart and with your gut. I think that we genuinely know what the ultimate best decision is for, uh, even this morning, I just had to make like a really difficult decision on a cover. And it's something that I've been planning for two years that I've been wanting to do. But uh, as we briefly spoke before we came, we started um, this interview, you know, I had to put my family first. And that sometimes can be extremely challenging because in my, you know, had that been me five years ago, I would have been like, but the opportunity is so big. Um, however, with time, what I've realized, especially through the pandemic, if that has taught us anything is that family is absolutely everything. And you never get this time back. And, you know, my son who's going through some health challenges right now needs his mother and I have to be there and I have to be present and I have to do what I need to do to take care of my home business. Um, and if your house isn't in order, nothing else can be because your head is on, um, you know, in, at home. Um, I think that we as women in general over many years, I think we're, we're, we're more outspoken now, but I feel like we always fear that backlash of not being liked. Um, I mentioned it before, uh, you have to grow a thick skin. It is, it genuinely isn't ever personal, but you ultimately have to end up doing what is best for your business. I've had tough conversations with my team members, you know, who through this challenging time want more, uh, but I, I can't give it to them because right now it isn't financially feasible. And I have very honest and open conversations with every, everyone. 
Um, something that we've done over the past three years, which has kind of become a staple is like our weekly team meetings. And I know like, oh my God, this could have been an email. However, um, we look for, cause we actually pray together as a team. We pray together every week. We get together, we touch base with what, what's going on. I firmly believe that when you put people first, um, I always rem- tell, I'm, I, my, 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 Cash phrases, guys, we're, this isn't brain surgery. We're not saving lives. We're talking about lipstick and shoes, like get it together. <laughs> and we, I always have to bring it back to keeping it very, very real and honest with, um, you know, with my team, um, because that's real life, you know, and ultimately what has sustained Bella through these past two and a half years has been that authenticity, like, oh my God, um, I can wear those heels because, you know, they are $25 or I can, you know, make the investment in this bag that will last me, you know, three, four, five, ten 10 years um, and pair it up with, you know, a t-shirt from Target or whatever that the case may be. Um, but it's that um, authenticity. Uh, I crack the whip. You know, my, my team will tell you, I just, I have no filter when it comes to, um, just calling things for what they are. Uh, I feel like that's not just my personality, but it's just how I would have hoped that people who were in leadership positions that I was under would have spoken to me, like, just be truthful. Tell me the truth. How can I improve? What can we, how can we make it better? Um, and honestly, I've hired people that are very much more capable than I am. And these different aspects of my, uh, you know, of the industry, because there's always someone... <laughs> If you're the smartest person in the room, like as they say, you're in the wrong room. Like you always have to evolve and um, and learn. And my team has taught me so much. So yeah. much. you mentioned that you guys, you know, say a prayer in your meetings. And I know that you wrote mm-hmm. this book, Five Steps mm-hmm. Fabulousness is our five yes. steps of fabulous. And yes. faith is one of the steps. So can you just yes. quickly take us through the steps and, and maybe just a little, you know, sentence about each one? Sure. Um, the first one is, faith, obviously. Uh, I, I always say I have no shame in my faith game. Um, and if it's going to push you away, I, I always say, if you can't talk about God and thank God, but then you can post gossip, celebrity gossip, then you ha- your priorities are not, <laughs> are not straight. Um, um, there's so much to be grateful for. There's so much to, and there's always something bigger working in all of our favors. Uh, community is also another step. And it is being able to rely on a group of uh, men and women that um, you can go to for personal professional development and rely on. You know, I have my mom friends. I have my work friends. I had this conversation last week. Like, it's uh, it's interesting that over the years, I've selected more of my media friends as people that I can go to just because they understand this lifestyle a little bit better and um, can really relate to, you know, oh my God, I have to get up at five to go do my hair, except to be on this segment um, when that is not the norm for, you know, my school mom. Um, However, I do have my school moms who help me with my kids um, and who bake the cookies because I don't bake cookies. I don't make the cookies. Um, I'm like, I'll buy the ingredients for you. And for me, just make them. Um, So um, faith, community, uh, self-care is another one, which is 
uh, really, really important. Um, I don't think we do that enough. Uh, even through this whole uh, health hurdle that I've had over the last two weeks with my son, I made it a point to go get my hair done, to go get my nails done. Those are like my little me moment times. Um, and I got a practice of yoga, which I typically do on, an, on a daily basis. And I wasn't able to get it in as much as I should, uh, should have last week, but I made it a point to just set some time aside for that. Um, physical health, you have to exercise, you have to move your body. Uh, I don't care if it's a 10, 15 minute walk, if it's a five minute walk, uh, at some point you have to move your body, get up. Um, something that I've taken uh, up lately, especially during the pandemic, because I think we've been on screen for so long is to stand up while you're typing or stand up while you're taking the phone call. That way you get some sort of action and movement, uh, in, in there. Um, and the last is, um, giving back. Uh, giving back has always been a big part of my life. I think that in some, you know, we always think that giving back has some, some sort of monetary, uh, number attached to it, but it's as simple as taking a phone call as connecting, uh, two women that should meet or connect or introducing them to one another to be able to have, you know, either, whether it's a personal conversation or a business conversation that could propel each of them forward. Um, listening to a friend who may need some advice, uh, that those are all aspects of giving back that really take time, uh, no money. Uh, and if you have the resources, obviously help and support in whichever way you can. I love that, Vanessa. <laughs> I have one final question for you because I, sure. I know you're a busy woman, but it seems <laughs> we're really carving out such a beautiful legacy, you know, for yourself, for this magazine, for the Latina community. But I want to know what. What sort of legacy do you hope to instill to your children? What, how do you hope your boys view you? Oh my God. So it's, it's so funny that you're asking this question because I, and I have my phone right here because I just, my son, I've mentioned him a hundred times. He went into surgery last week, but I'm going to read to you as he was about to go into surgery, what he said to me. And this was like a pre-surgery conversation. Are we going to cry? We were just we talking. Cry? Uh, listen, <laughs> I am going to try to keep a dry eye uh, because it was so, and I, and you'll when you hear this, you'll understand why I was so taken aback because sometimes you think that you're not doing enough and that you're never catching up to, you know, you miss the play or you miss the reading in class or whatever the case may be, but your children are always watching. And he said to me, he said, your job looks like fun, mom. And I said, yes, it is, but it's also work. And he said, oh, I know, I see it, but it's important work. I like that you own a magazine, are around famous people, but you're normal. You live like a regular person and like, you know, you're like relatable, all these likes, right? You're relatable and you're still our mom. That's the best part. I was trying to hold it together, keep it together because ultimately when he said, but ultimately you're our mom yeah. and that's the best part. He gets it. Um, and, and I think we give ourselves such a hard time. And we give ourselves these massive guilt trips. I know because I still do it. And yes. although I'm I'm okay with a lot of, you know, he understands that I, but I still think about it. Oh my God, I'm not there. You know, I didn't make dinner tonight or whatever the case may be. Um, the legacy is just to be um, number one, decent human beings in this world that whatever it is that we decide to go and do, we do it with kindness in our hearts that we are genuinely just doing 
to write by other people. Um, I always tell him, you know, you could be a window washer. And if that's what you want to do, do it with kindness, but try to be the best window washer, right? That, that's out there so that people will always hire you. Um, and my little one always says to me, he's like, you know, I'm so proud of you, mom. He loves to be a boss. He'll come into my office and sit on my bed. He has no issue <laughs> taking that seat. The little um, ones so, always seem to do that. My little one's like that too. He's never uncomfortable yeah. in any situation. Uh, oh my God. And I'm like, they're two completely different opposite ends of the spectrum. But obviously those are all parts of me and my husband. And I think again, um, you know, I, when I hear things like that, that he says out loud is those are the moments where I am grateful and I give thanks because we've done something right. Right. Like something has stuck. He obviously understands, um, the underlying importance of the work that not just that I do, but that my team does and that his father obviously worked so hard for, um, for us to have this life. Right. Um, and, and that's ultimately it. Awesome. Awesome. We'll end there, Vanessa. <laughs> tell us really quick, uh, where we can find you, where we can find the magazine. Can we subscribe? Tell us, tell us everything. Uh, if you want to follow me, I actually think I'm pretty funny. Uh, you can follow <laughs> follow my personal Instagram page at Vanessa Coppins and that's the same handle across the board. Um, you know, I try to keep things as professional as I can on Bella. So you can just go to bellamag.co. Uh, but we also go really deep and go in, um, you know, with aspects of women and men health and mental health, of course, also and beauty and fashion at bellamag.co. And that's the same handle across the board. The Real Talk with Bella podcast is always a great resource also for deeper conversations. Um, and I'm grateful for you for giving me the opportunity to be here with you today. This is great. It's wonderful. Oh I actually had like 20 more questions I wanted to get into with you, but time just didn't allow for it. Maybe we'll need a part two, Vanessa. Thank you. Awesome. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for so much for having me. Of course. Of course.